Matthew 6, verses 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right, Jackson, continuing Ooh. on, talking about stewardship yes, for sir. a few days after our series, Gospel Kingdom Mission Stewardship. And this is a really famous passage. We've done some more obscure passages like Deuteronomy and Second Chronicles. And then, you know, yesterday we did Romans 12, today uh, Matthew 6. So, you know, one of the more, we didn't read through verse 24, but verse 24 is the famous, no one can serve two masters, mm-hmm. either hate one or love the other, or he'll be dis- devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. So I think a lot of us have probably encountered this passage before, and it is clearly speaking to, you know, the heart of the matter with stewardship, which is the heart. And this idea of treasures on earth versus treasures in heaven and you know i think this this passage can be misconstrued a little bit to where like there's like a selfish motivation Mm -hmm. and not actually like love for god that drives our stewardship so what are your thoughts on this passage and how it uh, can guide us in being good stewards this is one of those passages i think that we could go down a lot of rabbit holes on i mean yeah it's relatively short but yeah it packs a punch there's a lot there yeah it really does um i i think you're you're right on to, to point us to verse 24. You know, no one can serve two masters. I think at the end of the day, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. We, we have uh, an opportunity to treasure the things of this earth or treasure the things that are above, namely Christ. And, uh, and so, you know, I was thinking about the gospel and that the gospel saves us from something. So it saves us from sin, from death. Mm-hmm. Saves us from uh, a trivial life. Mm-hmm. So all those things are true, but the glory of the gospel is not just what we're saved from, but what we're saved to, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what are we saved to? Well, we're saved to God, mm. the great treasure. And so anyway, my mind went to Colossians 1, and I just want to read a little bit of this, but this is one of those passages that I, I love to encourage people to memorize because if we can get Colossians 1 in our hearts, then it's really hard to to think, you know what's worth treasuring? Things other than Christ. Mm-hmm. But Colossians 1, starting in verse 15 says, he, speaking of Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, mm. the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. That in everything, he might be preeminent. Mm. For in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him, to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could just keep going. But this Jesus is being described in Colossians 1. The gospel says we get him. Mm. We get the greatest treasure And so it makes sense then that we would live lives where we are fighting to make Christ our treasure. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, yeah, we, we could, we can work to accumulate some stuff mm-hmm. or we can, uh, seek to know the one who is worthy of every amount of devotion that we could possibly stir up and we're going to enjoy him forever. And so it seems to make all the sense in the world to say, okay, let's pursue Christ. Absolutely. You know, the, the word for treasure here in the Greek is synonymous also with storehouses. Mm -hmm. Um, and and so, you know, I, I think there's like a depth to this word that it's not just like treasures as in a bar of gold, but Mm -hmm. sort of like the depth of your riches and and like the resources, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and how deeply those run. And, you know, Christ, uh, I love, if you, if you look at the context of this, this is in the Sermon on the Mount. And if you look, you know, where it is in the Sermon on the Mount, I think it is so powerful because right after uh, our Lord gives this really stirring command to basically let go of our earthly treasures, our earthly storehouses and to, you know, cling to our heavenly ones. He turns to, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Mm -hmm. And that beautiful passage that so many of us love, look at the birds of the air. They neither Mm -hmm. sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. And, you know, a lot of us want that, peace that is talked about in mm-hmm. verses uh, 25 through 34. You know, we want yeah. the peace of, you know, looking at the birds of the air and the lilies of the field and knowing we're going to be taken care of. And yet, you know, I myself am so resistant to banking on the, the storehouse of heavenly riches that are yeah. in Christ. You know, like I want to lay up treasures into my my earthly barns and mm-hmm. storehouses and yet have this peace that you know, I'm going to be taken care of. And, you know, I, I think it's so important to view these in conjunction that as we, as we let go and hold with open hands, the, the things that God has entrusted to us and, and entrust them into his hands yeah. and, and steward them well, then the anxiety that comes with, with feeling a sense of ownership mm-hmm. and soul responsibility for all of that, it, it begins to diminish because we know that that our sustenance, our provision is not coming from our earthly storehouses. Mm-hmm. Those have been given to us to bless others. And, yeah. you know, like the parable of the talents, it's, those have been given to us to invest so that when our Lord returns, we can be found faithful. They're not given to us uh, as like our sole means of survival. Right. The Lord's going to take care of us. And, and, and so this command... It is not, you know, just supposed to be this gut punch of like, you know, you're viewing everything wrong, but it's supposed to be a loving correction that can lead us away from so much worry and anxiety. Absolutely. It's it's 100% an invitation to freedom and to purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to our new missions pastor, Billy Bean, the other day, mm. and he was telling me how, you know, him and his, his wife, Olga, just recently moved to Atlanta and, and uh, you know, kind of feeling the city out, they've gone to a few estate sales and, and these people will, will pass away. Um, and one estate sale in particular, he was talking about how uh, they didn't have uh, an heir. They didn't have someone to pass their stuff onto. Mm-hmm. And so it's just all 
being sold away. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's ending with them. Yeah. So they go into this big, beautiful house filled with beautiful things, filled with nice quality stuff. Mm-hmm. And all that quality stuff is just left behind. You know, yeah. it, it's it, it ended with them, you know, it, mm. they're not going to take it beyond. And it's ultimately stuff that will perish. It's yeah. going to, you know, it's going to be sold off. It's going to be thrown away. It's going to be donated but it's not going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And, and yet that's the kind of thing that we could be unbelievably consumed with. Mm. It reminds me of the C.S. Lewis quotes, a famous quote. I'm sure it's been said on ODR before, but um, C.S. Lewis says, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. Mm-hmm. We're half-hearted creatures fooling around with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered yeah. us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. Yeah. You know, we're offered in this life some some stuff that's good, but not ultimate, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, furniture, cars, homes, those things mm-hmm. which can be good, but they're not ultimate. But we could become so consumed with them that we forget that we are made for glory and eternity mm-hmm. with God. And that is what we can live for today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, another great word on stewardship and really just trusting God at his word from Sermon on the Mount today. So for Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant. And Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.